Holly G with the Golf Insiders for this edition of Tour Talk. Well, we're wrapping up the season rapidly here, and um, boy, I think uh, Jason Coatrat would like to keep it going as he posts his third PGA Tour victory uh, over the weekend at uh, uh, the Houston open bob a pretty impressive win it's great to have bob herrick from espn.com on the show today yep and he's a guy who who uh seems to have found it you know the three wins in uh, what a little over a year after not having won at all and um when he had the chance the other day he stepped on the gas and 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 got it done i mean you know he kind of uh he's sort of was, was forging to the front, and, and instead of uh, settling down, he kept on going. You know, he, he made a bunch of birdies in a row there, gave himself a cushion, and, and didn't let anybody get close. So it was pretty pretty impressive. And, uh, you know, now all of a sudden, you know, you're talking about, a, like, a top 25 player who's uh, who's got to have a lot of confidence. Yeah, he moves to number seven in the FedEx Cup standings and 22 in the world rankings. Uh Interestingly, he shot 41 on the back nine to complete his second round Saturday morning. You know, they had some weather in Houston. It was cold. Um, there was some rain. He said, I really didn't have my best stuff. And then he turns around and shoots 31 on Sunday afternoon. You know, I think that just shows these guys, you know, they dig deep. I mean, uh, you know, to be 10 shots back, that would have to have really taken some uh, – you know, gas out of uh, your system, but he bounced back. Yeah, especially, you know, these fall events where, you know, the scoring is usually pretty good. Um, you know, you, you got to be a lot under par or a good a good amount under par. And, 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 and playing nine holes that many over par would, you would think might take it out of you. You know, it might, it might just sort of deflate you a little bit. Uh, and yet he got it turned around in a hurry, you know, to to be able to to bounce back from that. And you know, he even said he he uh, he was he was a little perturbed about what was going on. You know, he didn't didn't feel that he was playing badly, and uh, and yet you know, kind of going into the week, he 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 wasn't all that high on his game. But um, you know, give him credit for hanging in there. He, it just goes to show you, you never know. I mean. Uh, you know, you can you can find it quickly sometimes and and get it going, and that, that's exactly what he did. Yeah, and he had you know a couple of stout competitors in the mix. Um, Scotty Scheffler, looking for his first PGA Tour win, had a two shot lead when he made the made the turn. Uh, Matthew Wolf was among six players who had a share of the lead. I think it was in the early go. On the final round, um, so and Sam Burns was in there. Uh, Kevin Tway, of course, finishing second uh, and tied with Scotty Scheffler. So, you know, there were some good players in the mix. Definitely was. You know, uh, you know, I don't think it's easy any week. You know, there's 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 a fine line between you know the really really good and the in the middle of the pack anyway, and. Uh, you know, we see that a lot. There's there's some guys that pop up, and um, so and it was it wasn't going to be easy for whoever got it done. And so he uh, 
he did. He had to fight off some some guys and some upstart guys like Martin Trainer, who hadn't done anything for a long time, was in the mix there for a good bit. And um, you know, that's I think that's sort of the beauty of some of these tournaments. Uh, the fall events, you know, we've talked about many times. You know, should they have so many? Um, is it necessary? But they do seem to showcase some guys that we don't always hear about. And uh, there's a bunch of them who've had, you know, a great opportunity uh, and, have, and, have, and have played a lot this fall to sort of give themselves a kickstart into the season, you know, that's, that's still got a long way to go. Yeah, and he, he won the CJ Cup last year in October, um, won the Charles Schwab, Schwab Challenge in, in Texas in the spring. Seems, seems to like playing in Texas, Bob. Yeah, makes sense, uh, you know, and and uh, you know, I think that style of golf probably suits him. But but uh, he's, you know, he's a guy who's who's been, who's always been known as a long hitter and maybe didn't putt quite as well as he needed to, and uh, now he's he's sort of figured that out. And you know, as far as he hits it, and when he gets it going, it hits a bunch of greens. You know, he's he can be dangerous. So uh, you know, we. There was a time he was sort of in the mix for a Ryder Cup spot. He was he was sort of in that group, you know, outside of the top 12, and and he just didn't quite have enough good results over the summer uh, because otherwise, um, you he'd, know, he'd have been I, in the mix for sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, because he he'd won a couple of tournaments and Scheffler hadn't. You know, basically Scheffler probably got the nod over him. So. Uh, you know, and uh, so I, I, I think uh, I think now, you know, there's a guy that we're going to be talking about, too. You know, I know it's off topic, but when we were talking about how loaded the U.S. is going forward, you know, they, they did it without a guy like him, a guy who's now won three times in, in a year uh, and uh, and obviously has, has a lot of game. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and we do. We get to see some of these guys really, really blossom in the fall. Um, we mentioned it briefly, and just want to get your uh, your thoughts on the Charles Schwab Cup Championship, the Champions Tour Grand Finale finished in Phoenix, uh, with Phil Mickelson burning three of the final holes Sunday to win. Uh, I think his fourth out of five uh, Champion Tour wins already, Bob. Um, but Bernard Langer, the Germinator, as I like to call him, 64 years old, suffering with some back pain, wasn't sure if he was going to make the tournament, played, and ended up uh, based on the points as the Schwab Cup winner for the fifth time in seven years. This guy's amazing. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, there, he's, he's there, there, you know, you couldn't talk about two more kind of widely divergent guys in the game right now. I mean, you know, Longer, Longer won his first major, uh, you know, the Masters, uh, before Phil was even in college. Incredible. You know? and, um, and here they are now competing in the same tournament on the Champions Tour. You know, Phil had a nice final day, no bogeys to win. Uh, Longer, despite a bad back and some struggles, you know, did well enough to hang on to the to the overall season title. Uh, and actually, it was a two season title because they they kind of just kept Combined going, it, right? Yeah, because of COVID. And um, you know, at his at his stage, I mean, Longer just won a few weeks ago, 
Um, you know, he, he became the oldest winner on the Champions Tour when he won a few weeks back. And, and uh, uh, you know, despite the, the, the gains and, and, and people being able to play, you know, older, you know, there's not very, been very many who've won in their 60s on the, on the Champions Tour. There might be five or six. And, uh, you know, the oldest had been 63, which was a fairly recent phenomenon. I can't remember who it was, but for, for years, the, the, the oldest was Mike Fetchick, who I think was 62, and he did it, like, in the early days of the Champions Tour. Right. So, um, you know, it's pretty it's, – there's a you – know, look, Jim Furyk's playing in these tournaments, uh, Ernie Els, uh, you know, uh, Ratif Goosen, yeah, a lot of fun. guys. All these have, major winners now. Yeah. They have a lot of firepower, and and yet they're they're um, you know Longer's able to hang in there with them, giving them ten, twelve years in in, in age. So it's pretty it's pretty impressive. It is very impressive. Um, well, we are you know coming towards the end of uh, the beginning of the wraparound season. I don't know, but twenty one, twenty two. Um, and there's still, you know, some some big events going on, including the DP World Championship on the European Tour. And Rory coming into his game, Rory McIlroy, uh, after, you know, winning the CJ Cup in Las Vegas a few weeks ago, his 20th PGA Tour win. Rory saying, you know, he's he's feeling it that is he's on top of his game again. He's back with his... Uh, Old uh, swing instructor Michael Bannon, and um, I think uh, Rory wishes uh, he could keep playing right now. Yeah, uh, I, I, I even though he, he's not, although I guess he's playing in Tigers tournament in a couple of weeks, um, and I'm not quite sure where he's starting off in the new year. But I, I think he feels pretty good about things. He, you know, he got a win uh, a couple weeks ago. He's back with Michael Bannon. He's, he's, he's off to a great start in Dubai, uh, the season-ending event on the European Tour. And, you know, I think he feels good about going into, you know, a break in time uh, in a good place. You know, he's, uh, he's going to have, uh, uh, you know, I think it's some good vibes going into, into next year. And unlike what was sort of the case last year, you know, when things weren't so great going – coming out of the, you know, the long pandemic year, and he just really never got on track. Uh, you know, he was he was upset about contending in only one of the majors this year. Uh, so, you know, uh, it's good to see him kind of getting back to what he used to do. And I don't know that he wasn't doing it with, uh, uh, with Pete Cowan, but, you know, I just remember in the spring, even before working with Pete Cowan, uh, you know, Tiger, or excuse me, Rory saying some some odd things about trying to work on hitting a fade. And, I mean, it's like, God, the guy's got the greatest driver swing and action of anybody. When he's driving it, nobody's better. No, Bryson, Brooks, Tiger. I mean, Rory hits a beautiful draw out there, and why he would have ever messed with that is amazing. Yeah. You know, and and here he is. I think he kind of like just you know got back to that. I mean, obviously, there's going to be times maybe that call for you to try something else, but 
you know, these guys for the most part learn that that uh, you, you you go with what you what's what's natural, right? You know, and uh, you know, Tiger's nat- most natural shot has always been, you know, a, a nice fade, and he would adjust for the circumstances like at Augusta. You know, Roy doesn't need to adjust there. You know, like just keep hitting that thing, and 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 I think if you watch some of the highlights from Dubai, you'll see just how you know, how impressively he was driving the ball. Yeah, he said, I've always been a very visual player, always seen shots. Maybe not quite as much as Bubba Watson, but that's how I've always played golf and seen the game. I just needed to get back to seeing it like that again, which I, I thought was a very uh, revealing comment. Uh, you know, I think maybe, um, you know, Jordan Spieth went through something like this, too. I think some of these guys, and it's understandable. I mean, my gosh, you look at Bryson with all, you know, his contraptions and, you know, monitors and whatnot. Uh, you know, they can start going down that rabbit hole on the, on the you know, technical side. But I think some of these guys, you know, like you said, it's, it's really about not losing, you know, your natural feels, as Tiger would say. And, uh, you know, swing in your swing is, uh, you know, Arnie and Jack would say. Exactly. You know, and uh, I think it's a lesson for people out there. You know, sometimes in a quest to get better, you forget how good you are that got you there. And, and, and then you regress, you know. And, uh, um, you know, it, it, some guys have, have pulled it off, but not too many. You know, you're 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 better off. You made it to to a really really high level. You're probably better off refining the little things like your short game and you know your wedge game, possibly putting. Um, but you know, if you're able to get it out there 320, 330 consistently, and most of the time you're hitting a draw, or you know, if it's mostly a fade, why would you mess with? You know, Martin Keimer did this. You know, he had that trouble. You know, he's a he was a fader, and he got into this idea that he had to draw the ball, had to draw it. He thought he was thinking about Augusta. Now, of course, there's holes there where you need to do that, but there's also plenty of holes where a fade works just fine. You know, and if you can just learn to play with it, you know, um, uh, and not overhaul it, 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 it should work out for you. Instead, a lot of guys go down that road and then they they get in trouble and they're in bad habits and now they're not playing good golf at all so um you know it's kind of interesting i mean roy had dropped like 16th in the world yeah you know he was number one not that long ago like he was he was near the top like right before the pandemic you know yeah coming uh, up early you know, that players championship and how well you know his game was Right. You know, he had a pretty strong start to 2020, and then the pandemic hit. He kind of lost it and, and never got it back and kept sinking. You know, I mean, for a guy who to go from number one to 15th or 16th, and, you know, and he was 15th or 16th after a win this year. You know, like he won in, in the spring and still managed to fall back to – uh, I believe he was 16th before he won that tournament. I think he's now 8th again. So, you know, Roy's obviously a top 10 player no matter what the ranking says. But the fact that he fell out was, you know, a little eye, eye-opening. Yeah, and was a little, and let's face it, was, you know, 
out of the conversation, which, you know, is, you know, even more surprising other than, you know, the Ryder Cup. But the other thing I had forgotten, you know, and, and people, golfers, you know, may forget that, you know, he plays, you know, has played a lot on both the European Tour, you know, and the U.S. Tour. He's won the race to Dubai title three times along with the FedEx Cup twice, along with all his majors. I mean, you know, what could be a more complete resume in terms of, you know, what Rory's done? Uh, but uh, certainly exciting to see him coming back into form. No doubt. Yeah, you know, Rory's, uh, you know, the 22-er wins makes you a life lifetime member when he's, I believe, when he gets 15 years in, which, believe it or not, isn't that far off. And... Uh, uh, you know, the, the success he's had on the European tour as well, you know, trying to balance them both. It's not always that easy. I realize you don't have to play a lot of events to be a member over there, but still, you got to play some. And, uh, you know, like John Rahm elected not to play this week. It's been a long year, you yeah. know, and, and uh, Roy, Roy decided to do it. And, uh, you know, and uh, it's paying off for him so far. Well, you throw all those statistics aside, his last major was 2014, Bob. Now, that makes my eyes cross-eyed reading that. Uh, so I imagine he would have to be uh, a strong pick if he continues to play the way he is coming into the Masters. I mean, look, we I think we always think he's got a great chance there. You know, that would have been the one I, I think we all figured he'd win first. Yeah, he would have knocked that you know? off early. You know, in fact, you know, he, he actually almost did, or he was right there. It's been 10 years, but in 2011, you know, that he led through 54 holes, and he led on the ninth tee, or 10th tee, and then, you know, it all fell apart. He, you know, he, I think he shot 80 and, um, and, and lost it, and then, and then won the very next major. Uh, but you know he won he won his four majors like in a three year span, and it looked like uh, you know four would easily become six, eight, or ten, and and obviously it hasn't happened. I still will always wonder how things might have been different if Rory hadn't had that ankle injury before the 2015 Open at St Andrews, which knocked him out of there. You know, he had, he had had a top ten at the U.S. Open that year. Obviously, the year before, he had won two majors. His game was fine. St. Andrews, he was prime for that place. You know, he had shot a 63 there right. in 2010 and then got the bad weather draw. I mean, he was – a big focus was going to be on him. And he missed it because of, you know, us, you know playing soccer – you know, injuring his ankle badly. He came back and uh, played at the PGA that year at Whistling Straits and made the cut and played decently, but obviously wasn't anywhere near form. And it's kind of been, you know, every year since it's been one thing or another. You know, um, he's not really contended much coming down the stretch in majors. He's, he's had a bunch of top tens. True. He's, he's backdoored a few, um, but he's never really, you know, been there with two, three holes to go. I mean, maybe the U.S. Open this year, he was sort of in the hunt at Torrey Pines where he had a chance, but that's been about it. 
Uh, and so, uh, uh, you know, he, uh, I, I'm sure he'd love to go into Augusta under the radar a little bit, but I don't think that's going to happen. Well, if you want to get up and watch some uh, middle-of-the-night golf, you can you can catch the DP World Championship on the Golf Channel. And then our final full-field event, Bob, is uh, this week and weekend, the RSM Classic Sea Island Resort uh, in Georgia. Uh, we've got some players in the mix here, Zach Johnson uh, amongst them. Who uh, Who's on your radar? Yeah, I mean, God, you got to go low there. Scotty Scheffler's um, in the field again. Man, yeah. he's putting in some time since the Ryder Cup. Yep, yep, and I believe Scotty Scheffler's in the top ten through one round. Um, you know, uh, Adam Scott's playing there trying to get some starts. Mackenzie Hughes, um, the Canadian. Right. Right. In fact, there was a couple of Canadians near the top. Um, uh, Corey Connors got off to a to a fast start as well. So, yeah, you know, look, there's a lot of good, there's a lot of good players in that field. Um, you know, kind of the you know, this is the last chance now to get anything official before January. And uh, you know, there's uh, you know, we're seeing guys, a lot of guys, take trying to take advantage. I, I think I noticed that Max Homa was in the field. Um, you know, uh, Sam Ryder. They, Davis Love, of course, is playing first time in a while. He's a tournament host. Um, and, you know, Justin shooting around. Rose is in the field. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, Justin Rose missed out on the FedEx Cup last year, uh, this past year. And, uh, you know, he, he barely missed. And I think he wants to make sure that doesn't happen again. Yeah. That, again, shows how important um, these tournaments are for some of the guys that even uh, are on the – at moments, the the top end of uh, of the the tour rankings. Um, so you know this Matt Kuchar. I'm looking at the board here. Uh, you know Matt just fell off off uh, his game last year. Yeah, it wasn't a great year for Matt. And so uh, you know a, a lot a lot of guys looking to. to uh, to kind of rebound, I know Ricky Fowler will be one of those guys, and uh, I, he's not in the field, but uh, we'll see. We'll see if he's able to get it turned around early in the new year. All right. Well, we'll leave it there. One last event, then um, Tiger's tournament, uh, the Hero over in the Bahamas. Any update on Tiger? Yeah, we really don't know a whole lot. I mean, uh, I guess he was caught yeah. out in L.A. Uh, on a trip to see his doctor. Yeah, I think that's what he was doing. You know, there was some footage of him at a uh, at a hotel, and it sounds like he went out there for a checkup. Uh, showed him without walking. showed him without any uh, any assistance, right? Is he out of the boot? Yeah, yeah, no boot. He's walking. Looks like he's got the compression sock on. So that that suggests that there's some circulation issues still. Uh, but walking, I mean, I don't know that he was gonna. He's going to be walking 18 holes anytime soon, but he was walking. And um, are we going to so, see him in uh, the Bahamas? What do you think? Yeah, I don't know. It's a great question. I mean, it's his tournament. I mean, did, did I you report something about his uh, yacht uh, heading that way or something? Well, it, it's there, and he had some sort of a uh, he had something going on at Albany this week, so it could have been for that. 
you know, typically what happens is, is he, he, he'll send it over there and then obviously he flies over. Right. Um, and, you know, maybe it's just going to stay there. Maybe he's going to come back to Thanksgiving. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if he's at his tournament. You know, it's a chance to, it's, it's a low key event with not a lot of people around and, you know, he can hobnob with some of his friends. He can do a solid by his title sponsor. Sure. Uh, you know, which didn't play last year. Uh, you know, it, it makes a lot of sense for him to be there. It, you know, frankly, it makes a lot of sense for him to say something. You know, um, it's even if it does, even if it's not much. Right. You know, I, I think, I think. You know, the word owe is strong. Does he owe it to anybody? Probably not. But I think there's a sense that, you know, don't you need to say something just even for your own fans? Like, let them know how you're doing. And uh, uh, so um, uh, I, I, it, it would be nice if he, if he just gave an update on his situation. It, it sure would be. But uh, great, great to see him walking. Um, as uh, uh, Justin Thomas observed and said a couple of times, um, just being able to watch him be, you know, a dad to his two kids uh, was probably the the most, uh, you know, uh, encouraging thing, uh, just being able to be active and, and be engaged with his kids. And um, certainly we hope, uh, hope the best on all fronts for Tiger. So we'll be... Staying on Tiger Watch, Bob. We know you'll be giving us all the scoops, and um, we will uh, stay tuned. Sounds good. Thank you, Bob Harris, ESPN.com. Thank you.